Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy. We're here to bring you all the action from day two of the Haru Basho, Tokyo, Japan. We are in Melbourne, Australia, however. We are. We are. That was a very comprehensive introduction. Well, for I just everyone. wanted to give people a sense of where it was all happening on Sometimes the Sometimes we just go straight into it. About halfway through when we're just like, there's so much sumo happening, we're just like, right, Jurio. Well, I wouldn't say that I went on too much there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else do you want to ask us uh, that we can talk about before we get well, started? The, the temperature today was a high of 21 in oh, Australia yes. with a low of 8. Yes, and it was quite sunny, I would say. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, but cold in the morning when, when you got up. This is what happens when we don't go straight to sumo. <laughs> What else interesting can we say? Well, let's go straight to Jurio. <laughs> Bushozan, he was defensive against Makushita visitor Daishoho, but he came out with the Yorikiri win. It's his first in Jurio. Ichi Yamamoto, he looks really good, uh, apart from having the best kanji in his name in the business. He looked fast and spirited in his win against Jokoryu. That's two wins for him. And by best kanji, I mean ones I can understand. <laughs> it's double the Nishi with Nishikigi taking out Nishiki Fuji by staying steady and stable against the younger man's onslaught. Nishikigi, he's now 2-0. Who would have guessed? Not bad. Tohakuryu chases Ch- uh, Chiyono Umi around the doyo, not letting up until he steps out both one and one. Yago outmuscles Takakento for his second win. Yago looking good. Takakento's second loss there, however. Takagenji takes Mitoryu by the neck and works him out for his first win. Mitoryu, two losses. Bit mm. of a concern for the man in orange. Not as good as last time. Shohozan drags Hakuyozan around the dojo by the Mawashi two full times around, getting him all turned around, eventually pushing Hakuyozan out from behind. It's Shohozan's first win for Haru. He'd be pleased with that. Ura was next and he stayed low. He went multiple times for Kyoku Taisei's leg. And finally had to settle for just coming low at his body and shoving the man with the silver mawashi out. That's two wins for Ura and none so far for Kyoko Taisei. Azamaru was up next and he would not give Chio Otori any room or freedom to attack. And he moves to two and zero. Chio Tori, no wins for him yet. Yet is yet. the operative word. <laughs> He'll come back. I hope so. <laughs> uh, it was a very hard fought one here for Wakamoto Haru. It ended in a Hataki Komi slapdown win over Churuna Umi. Sadunumi wants none of it today. Kyokushuho tries a henker, but Sadunumi is there on his doorstep. Took him straight out, grabbing his first win. Everyone breathes a collective sigh of relief. <laughs> now, Enho today in his bout against Chiyomaru, he looked Good. He looked in vintage Enho form, extremely active, circling around, going for the belt, going for the leg, and eventually gets Chiyomaru down via his right arm. A Hikiyotoshi win for Enho. 2-0 for him. Chiyomaru 1-1. One one. Yeah, he, he got a bit of a blood nose in that as well. I think he must have got clocked in the in the face by Chiyomaru. Nothing too bad and he'd be, he'd be really happy with that. Chiyono was up next. He moved strongly forward and took care of Daishomaru Yorikiri. It's his Chiyono's first win. Daishomaru is 0-2. Tokoshoryu looked determined today, but it was Ishiura who was faster. He stayed the course and he swung Tokoshoryu down, as often happens to Tokoshoryu. It was Ishiura's first win for Haru and Tokoshoryu's second loss. Tokoshoryu looked like he nearly had this one. He did, actually. Yeah, he had Ishiura in the right spot, but Ishiura just too strong and mm. too quick. Mm-hmm. 
Shall we jump in to Makuchi? Nothing more about the weather or any other details about today we wanted uh, to cover. Well, I had a risotto for lunch, but we don't oh, need to yeah. go into that. It was quite nice. It was pretty good. You made it. I did. It was very yummy. Kaisei up against Aqua. And there was a very gentle matter from Aqua, both with their left arms in around the body after the touchy eye. Aqua was trying to hold Kaisei's arms high. And then he transitioned into a full body pull, aiming for a throw, but Kaisei didn't want any part of it. And instead he pushed his whole body forward as Aqua was trying to uh, pull him down and bodied Aqua out. So win for Kaisei. I mean, you've got to admire Aqua's attempt to just pull Kaisei's head clean off his body there. (laughs) I feel like while he was mucking around with that, that's when Kaisei really took control over this bout. But Aqua, love your work, mate. Well, the price that Aqua paid actually was a bit of a nasty fall off the dojo. We were watching carefully as he got up, but he looked okay. It was Kaisei's first win. He's one and one. And the same score for our Jurio visitor today, Aqua. Well, two recent Jurio returnees face off against each other now. Daiomami up against Hidenumi. Hidenumi landed a left-hand grip straight out of the touchy eye, but Daiomami spun away to keep the other hand off his belt. It was a long lock up in the middle before Hidenumi absolutely exploded forward. He rose up, rolled Daimami back and over the bales, a Yori Kitty win. Daimami just looked absolutely shell-shocked after this one. It was a real flash of energy. He looked surprised. We don't see Hidenumi move that fast that often and it's two wins in a row for him at Magashira 15, a great start. What are you saying? I'm saying it's a great start. Okay, all right. That's all I'm saying. Sure. <laughs> I we promise. <laughs> Mummy, he is one and one. Koto Echo looking buff. He has been doing some training up against Yutakiyama now. Koto Echo came lower and powerfully at Yutakiyama with the shoulder. He likes going uh, with the shoulder out of the touchy eye, but Yutakiyama was able to keep him at bay by locking up his left arm and setting a wide stance of his legs. Yutakiyama really tried to get the belt here, but he wasn't able to get it. Kotoeko stayed close, and as he is worked back to the Tawara by Yutakiyama, he twisted and he dumped Yutaka down, Yutakiyama down to the ground. How good is Kotoeko looking? Yeah. Let's yep. just say... I'm getting the MP3 ready. Yeah, we are queuing it up. I'm trimming it. I'm importing it. I'm getting it ready. Our fingers hovering over the oh, import button. <laughs> we, we are ready for this. Kotoeko, a great start to this basho, showing fine form. He's two and zero. Yutakiyama, one and one. Tsurugisho up next against Chiyoshoma. Tsurugisho looked strong at the touchy eye. He raised the shoulder and he met the Chiyoshoma charge. But Chiyoshoma ducked down low and when he came up for air... He had both hands on the front of the Tsurugisho belt and he used this to easily move the big man back over the bales for a Yorikiri win. I did not expect this at all and I don't think Tsurugisho did either. And I'm sure he didn't expect these two losses actually on the first two days of Haru after winning Jurio in January. Um, He looked pretty, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, Chiyoshoma is a wily customer, we know that. Um, and the pace is a little different up here. Yeah. It'll take maybe Tsurugisho a few days for him to find his confidence. Yeah, but I think he he needs to find that that coming forward and that um, I'm absolutely not losing feeling. Just mm. his confidence. It's called confidence. Confidence. <laughs> he is 0-2. Chiyoshoma, he's 1-1. One and one. Akiseyama at Magashira 12 was up next against Teretsuyoshi. 
Teretsuyoshi was very keen to pull Akisayama down. He was getting in close and twisting. But Akisayama has his uh, start of the Basho stability. He isn't going anywhere. He was uh, turned around and uh, moved across the doyo by Teretsuyoshi, but he does a really good job of blocking Teretsuyoshi's arms and not letting him ever really finalise a powerful hold and also not falling prey to uh, the pull-down that Teretsuyoshi tried as well. Finally, Teretsuyoshi tried a throw, but he can't get Akisayama into the right position and instead he fell out or stepped out of the ring and Akisayama maintained his grip on his arms and it's a win to Akisayama. Great to see. And... I will say a good description of that match, although you glossed over the most important thing that we need to point out here, the Gyorgi. Yes. So as soon as the Sagari came a little bit loose, so they're the dangly bits on the front of the belt, the Gyorgi was looking to get in there. And then they fell off and he's looking to get in there again. He's circling, he's getting close and didn't get to pick them up in the end because these boys weren't waiting. They wanted to go for it. But I respect a Georgie who cares about this. Yep, yep. He was on the balls of his feet just trying to get in there. Lucky there was no monoe because he would not have seen it. <laughs> Anything. Well, I had to watch the replay of this bout because I was so focused on the Gyoji getting the Sagari. As soon as the Sagari <laughs> fall off, falls off, your eyes, you cannot concentrate on anything else. <laughs> You just watch it. But this is this is why I appreciate this effort. They hadn't even hit the ground yet. And like, he was oh, in there trying happen? to grab it. What's going to happen? Oh, he's going in. Oh, he stepped out. Oh, he didn't get it. Oh, well, go in, mate. I go mean, in, mate. Normally I'm very critical of inaction. You know, they're waiting for him. They're right at someone's feet. Go in there and pick them up. Yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> he did a good job. <laughs> I love Akisayama. He's 2-0. Oh, yeah. Akisayama, great yep. work. And Teretsuyoshi, he's 0-2, but uh, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't looked terrible so far. Aoyama and Kodoshoho next at the touchy eye. Aoyama hit Kodoshoho hard and high. The sound of the impact rocked the Kokugikam. Mm. The replay showed maybe it was just one of those hits that sounded more impressive than it actually was. But Aoyama was relentless. He followed up with high attacks that forced Kodoshoho backwards. Another high hit from Aoyama hit Kodoshoho in the face, sent him reeling back. And here, Kodoshoho actually stepped over the bales. Um, I didn't actually see this because that was on the off angle, but Kodoshoho actually crumbled to the ground here, but they gave it a tsukidashi push-out win for Aoyama. Yeah, well, speaking of people who don't look terrible, Kodoshoho does look terrible <laughs> at this point. He's really carrying on his form from January, and it does seem like it's you know, a psychological thing as well. He, he doesn't look like he can win at the moment. And this wasn't a pleasant one to watch. I mean, Aoyama is doing Oshi, was doing Oshi Sumo today. He was coming forward. There was that impact at the start. I thought that Aoyama had clocked him in the head and that he was dazed afterwards. But I think actually it was a, a sore leg because he'd been crushed down and he was really crushed down. You know, mm. Aoyama's huge. Um on the way out, he was stopped and, and sort of questioned about how his leg was and apparently it was feeling a little bit sore. So I think that was why he looked a bit off at the end. But mm. certainly his his whole sumo, his timing and his confidence is down. Yeah. My first thought that was maybe as he went down like that so slowly, I thought, oh, was there a concussion we yeah. didn't see? But yep. So thankfully it was a minor injury that I'm sure he'll come back from. Aoyama after two days is two and zero, Kodoshoho zero and two. Midori Fuji came out next. We're still a little bit down on him after his effort against Hoshoryu yesterday. We might have shouted um, a little bit when he came out, but then we reset. We've reset on him. It's all right. Well, again, 
I've forgiven, but I haven't forgotten. No. I called him forgiven, a dog when he came out. No, I've forgotten. Um, Chiatari was his opponent. Let's get back to the sumo. So he comes head on here. There's no whiff of a step to the right. Chiatari backs off quickly, aiming for the pull. But uh, he stepped out at the same time as Midori Fuji kind of flew forward and, and fell down. The Gyoji called the win to Chiatariu. But uh, Amonui was very quickly called almost before the call well, was made. By before the, the Kunbai was lowered, yeah. there was Shinpan getting up on the on the ropes. I think everyone saw that this um, this call was incorrect. Uh, given, that, I mean, they showed the replay a few times, but after the first one, I think everyone agreed the call was incorrect. But it was quite a long discussion. That I know went they on talked about this. it for a long time. The only thought thing I think they could have been talking about because it was clearly Chitari who stepped out before Midori Fuji went down was. Maybe that, that thing about, you know, Chiatari was more in control and he Possibly. was he pulling Midori Fuji? Was he the one in control and Midori Fuji was, you know, dead man? Or uh, or did Midori Fuji have some element of mm. control? They must have decided that uh, Midori Fuji had the control and so he was the winner because he went out last. So decision reversed Midori Fuji 2-0. Chiatari with that loss is 1-1, one one, but can I say... The sideburns are coming back. Yeah, little little. Hint I can of see it. hints of it. We'll we'll keep going day by day to update you on the sideburn regrowth. I think he looks heaps younger without he sideburns. Does. He totally does. It's shaved like a good three or four shaved. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. A few years off him, I reckon. Yeah, it'll come back. <laughs> it'll come back. Next bout of the day, Ryudin and Hoshoryu. Ryudin opened confidently. He got a fat left-hand grip on the back of Hoshoryu's belt. He yanked Hoshoryu off balance. Then he got the double belt grip on the back of Hoshoryu's belt, and I thought, here we go. Ryudin looked like he was in a winning position, but Hoshoryu shot his left-hand arm inside. Now, he had a double-hand grip on Ryudin. They struggled back and forth. Hoshoryu tried a leg lock. Ryudin tried a big belt throw here, moving Hoshoryu towards the bales, but Hoshoryu slammed his right leg down and stayed up somehow. There was another lock-up, another big throw attempt from Ryudin. They were both still on the belt, but as he tried to throw Hoshoryu down to the ground, Hoshoryu kept his feet and he managed to reverse that momentum, crashing Ryudin down to the ground. This was a sensational bout. It really was. I loved watching this. I thought Hoshoryu... Uh, did such great sumo to recover from uh, Ryudan's Morizashi. Three or four times he he recovered. The hopping on one leg, the twisting back the other way. Um, and number two, the Sagari, they were underfoot the whole oh, time. Yeah. Well, I if mean, we're I talking was, about that this time. I had to struggle to maintain my attention on this it amazing guy. <laughs> uh, do we know if Asashori was on Clubhouse today? Oh, yeah, I should have been on. I should have been ready for this one, actually. Because I thought today Hoshori... He really showed yeah. us a different side of his sumo. To be able to take Ryudin on in a double-handed belt grip battle, I, I think he was so impressive. Yep, very stable um, and some really great moves. And always on the attack as well. He's always looking for those leg sweeps, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He is. Lovely leg work. I love when Ho he gets them. Hoshoryu, one and one. That's his first win. Ryudin, zero and two. Kodnawaka at Magashira, eight, up against Magashira, nine, Chionokuni. It's a real back and forth here. Now, we saw this match quite differently. I thought there was very little finesse. They were both kind of flailing around and quite a bit of staggering around. And I thought it was a game of who got to off balance first. <laughs> and maybe unusually it was Chiana Cooney because he's usually quite good at 
uh, moving around quickly. Kotnawaka, though, was uh, was more stable and he didn't waste any time and he put uh, Chianakuni down to the ground, Hadaki Komi. Yeah, I thought Chianakuni dictated the style of this bout, but it was Kotnawaka who was able just to look more balanced. He withstood some big Chianakuni hits where Chianakuni will normally open a bout up with a big right hand mm. across the body. Yeah, I thought he looked really, really good here. Maybe I just have forgotten the Chianakuni style with him being out for... For one basho, maybe maybe what I'm seeing is <laughs> little finesse and, and flailing is really just more Chionakuni. I mean, it's like listening to jazz. I mean, the average person <laughs> just hears like a lack of boundaries, a lack of kind of musical convention. But if you love jazz, you hear the form, you He's see the just style. Just doing a, a six minute solo. <laughs> <laughs> on the I think base. there was order in the chaos here, but Kodnawaka picks up the win. He's one and one. Chinakuni on the same score. Tobizaru up against Kagiyaki next. This was a high octane bout as Tobizaru looked to set a really high tempo early, but Kagiyaki's thrusts were high. They were accurate. We've seen this before from him, and he really disrupted the Tobizaru attacks. Tobizaru kept trying to get low, but every time Kagiyaki was able to stand him up, it was all too much in the end, and Tobizaru crumpled under the pressure, hitting the dirt. It was an Okuridashi rear push-out win for Kagiyaki. I think it was Okuri Taoshi. I just looked it up oh. because we talked about that oh, at the time, was. actually, that it so didn't look like a... push down. A rear push That's down. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the difference there. And I think the reason they gave it the Okuri, the, the rear element, was that Tobizaru kind of twisted. He turned himself turned around. himself around yeah. as he was hitting the dirt. So there was a bit of a weird Kimarate here. Yeah. He was he was so frenetic that at the end when he lost his balance it was really that thing where you you know you're going to fall. You know when you're walking along yeah. the road and you trip <laughs> and you're just like everybody is going to watch me go down yeah. here. Like but it goes really slowly. Yeah. That's kind of what happened to him. But Kagiaki totally kept his cool. He moves to 2-0 and Tobi Zaru hasn't managed to find that win yet on and, day two. And we still haven't had a day where both brothers win. No, no, because it's 2 0 and 0 2. Zero two. <laughs> and just they swap positions. Wow. Hidnomi hopes so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Tamawashi is up against Tochinoshin. There is so much history between these two. They came up together, they fought each other a gazillion times. When was the first time they fought each other? It was 2007. Yeah. Makushta. And didn't they come into Jurio together? Or they came into like Jurio at the same time. So a lot of history mm. here. So it was slaps, as usual, off the touchy eye from Tamawashi. He's kept his style going over all this time. Tochinoshin tries a big pull at this point. He feels that Tamawashi is leaning into him, but Tamawashi doesn't go down. He activates the slaps again and the shoves. Tochinoshin here tries to come forward, tries the opposite of the pull. But here Tamawashi steps aside and slaps Tochinoshin down onto his belly and it's Tamawashi's pull down that is the successful one today. Yeah, Tochinoshin looks impatient out there at mm, the moment. Good point. I think he's trying to win these bouts too quickly and it's causing him to throw himself off balance. And Tamawashi's just too composed um, to let that opportunity go by. Mm. I feel for Tochinoshin at the moment, I think wins are going to be hard to come by. And each day that he doesn't win, he gets more desperate yeah, the pressure. and the pressure <laughs> the builds. Terrible so pressure. he's in the uh, he's in the labyrinth of his own mind at the moment. He's zero and two. That's Tamawashi's first win. He's one and one. 
Ichi Nojo up next against Okonomi. This wasn't the fastest touchy eye, but Ichi Nojo moved forward confidently. He hit Okonomi with his shoulder and then locked up his arms. Ichi Nojo, and we love seeing this, he continued his forward momentum. He powered Okonomi back. And really, with his arms locked up, there was nothing Okonomi could do, and he was forced back and over the bales. This was a Kimedashi, an armbar force out win for Ichi Nojo. It's Great to see Ichinojo fighting this well. There's only been two days so far, but very decisive. We love drawing conclusions from two days of the oh, Basho. See, it's my favourite thing to do. But he's also at, at Maegashira 6. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's up yep. there. Yeah. And we can tell the difference. The thing is that if you've watched Sumo for five minutes, you can tell the difference between sleepy Ichinojo or, or you know, to be fair, back pain Ichinojo. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and him when he's in good form. I mean, he's been... Yeah, we've said it a million times. At the start of his career, he did so well so quickly and um, and then the, the injuries sort of set him back a little bit. But when you see the, those flashes of brilliance from him, I really do think they're brilliant. This is the second coming of Ichino Joe. Yes. I'm calling right. it. Yeah. It's a religion and we're all a- joining it. <laughs> um, amen. Yeah, he just locked up that arm so Okonomi couldn't do anything. And Okonomi knew it. Did you see his face at the end? He was yeah. frustrated. Yeah, totally. Yeah, let, that he let himself get in that position and that Ichinojo did it to him probably. So <laughs> Ichinojo, he's two and zero with that lovely Kimidashi win and Okonomi one and one. Kirabiyama and Endo came up against each other next, both having lost on day one. Endo with the right hand on the belt, Kirabiyama with the left, dragging each other around the ring. I felt like they were both looking for a throw, whether it was with, with the uh, the belt hand or the, the non-belt hand. They were desperate to keep their feet underneath them and to prevent the throw from the other person. And it was Kiribayama who found the opening, uh, throwing Endo down to the dirt. And it actually was because he relinquished his belt hold, raised his arm high uh, around Endo's body and used that new position to throw. So it was a, a skunage beltless arm throw. You, you don't often see Endo have to try this hard in a bout in that when he loses, he tends to lose quickly. Mm, and when yeah. he wins, he tends to win quickly. Um, but he was putting everything into this bout. So I, I thought it was a great effort from Endo. But Kirabiyama, good Lord. Yeah, I thought he looked good. so good today. Um, shades of a young Haramafuji. There's oh. something about the way Kirabiyama he just looks like a future champion to me. Yeah. On these days when he's good. I hope so. I'd love to see him up there. I just think there's something about this kid. Yeah. He's one and one. That's his first win. Endo is winless on zero and two. Myogiryu up next against Shimano Umi. There was a break from Shimano Umi and everyone looked a bit disappointed in him. When they go, it was fierce sumo from Myogiryu as he attacked Shimano Umi high and hard, forcing Shimano Umi back to the bales. Shimonumi tried to steady the ship, but Miyogiryu was all over him, uh, all over him at this stage, and he took him over the bales for an easy Yori Kitty win. Not much to say about this one. Yes. This was dominant sumo. <laughs> I didn't even take a breath. You were speechless. <laughs> well, I did think that Miyogiryu um, <laughs> locked down Shimonumi's lateral movement yeah. quite well because he is Shimonumi is someone who who can come from yeah, either totally. side and who likes to move around from either side, and so Miyogiryu just went straight forward. It's Yorikiri for him, and uh, then it was all over. It's pretty quick. 2-0, Miyogiriyu, Shimano Umi, 1-1. One one. 
Meisei and Mitakeyumi, Komasubi, Mitakeyumi next. And Mitakeyumi came in hot with the strong arm thrusts. They're high on Meisei's body and he just couldn't get away here. He was uh, doing something he loves to do, which is the hands up under the armpits of Meisei and it forces Meisei to back off. And from there he's done. I thought this was a fairly easy win for Mitakeyumi. Oh, Mitakeyumi looking very powerful so far. Absolutely shut Meisei down. He's going he's gonna to disappoint us. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but Mitakumi moves to two and zero. Meisei, one and one. Meisei has never beaten Mitakumi after four tries. Now. Oh, right. So they haven't, they don't have a long history, but it's a perfect one for He should go Mitakumi. for a longer run up. He should go like right to the tour <laughs> and slam into him. All right. We move to Sekiwake Terunofuji up against Maegashira 2, Wakataka Kage. Now, you saw this touchy eye. As they're waiting to get ready, Wakataka Kage was nodding his head rapidly well, like a I, bird. I think it wasn't nodding. I think it was doing your eyebrows and like your whole scalp going back and forward. Do you know that? <laughs> Hang on. Do you know that though? Yeah, I know. I know. I know what That's you're talking what about. That's what I think he was doing. So he's doing his eyebrows up and down Yeah. <laughs> Terra Fuji. Yeah, because some people can move their scalp more. I don't think it was nodding. I, th I think, well, it wasn't nodding. It was very jittery head movements. But so he was just making his eyebrows go this, up and down. Know, so do it. Do yeah, it but what's terrible? You don't want to do. His whole head was. But Terran do it, everybody. <laughs> but Terran food. No, no. I, I don't know. Have a look at this. Let us know what you think. This was very, very strange. Anyway, when they got going, Wakataka Kage went in hard, trying to get in and under Terran Fuji, but. Terunofuji was not bothered in the slightest, steps back, locks up the right arm of Wakataka Kage and drags him around and over the bales. It was counted as an Oshidashi win because he gave him a little push out and sent him over, but powerful sumo from Terunofuji today. It was. I mean, it just looked easy. He he just sort of sets it up, what he wants to do, and then with the, in the first few seconds, and then he just does it. He just executes it. Well, his first few seconds are letting the other person do their sumo for a little bit yeah, before he goes, Giving nah. them a go. <laughs> <laughs> giving him a go. I thought his footwork was really good too. I think there's a danger that he twists his knees and he did go, he did move 180 here, but he stepped around with his feet rather than yeah, twisting. twisting his knees around, which I thought was really um, a good idea. Yeah. A Big, big skill gap here from, you know, the recently returned Magashira 2 Wakataka Kage and uh, future Ozeki slash future Yokozuna Terunofuji. Uh, 2 0 for Terunofuji and 0 2 for Wakataka Kage. We had Magashira 2, Hokuto Fuji up against Sekiwake Takanosho next. Hokuto Fuji went for the Noroa and came from the side. Takanosho wriggled away out of the hold and thrust Hokuto Fuji back. Hokuto Fuji came back at him and Takanosha tried to step outside and push Hokuto Fuji down. But instead he just succeeds in getting himself off balance. And when he comes back at Hokuto Fuji, it's Hokuto Fuji who can step away and balance on the Tawara as Takanosha goes down. He didn't manage it yesterday, Hokuto Fuji, but he did it today. Did you see the strut from Hokuto Fuji after yep. this one? Little, the little like skip. This one skip strut. I think he felt this one. This yep. one meant a lot. Um, he's beaten a Sekiwake, yep. which I think is fantastic for him. Uh, but also, you know, I mean, his weak ones have been pretty shaky. So to knock over a quality opponent, I think this is going to give him confidence to go forward this week. Yes, yeah. Just very, very exciting to think about. It was good. He certainly can take his own to the 
to the Sekiwake. Like he's not worried about going up against that match. Depends what week it is. Well, do you know? I think he always comes in with the feeling he can win, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's more what I mean, whether he can or not. Uh, but today he's successful. He's 1-1 and Takanosho is the same. Ozeki Shodai up against Maegashira 1 uh, Onosho. I don't know how these two are feeling, but I was very nervous coming into this one. Onosho is such a dangerous rikishi, anything could happen. And let's see what happens. Onosho was right up on the line here. Shodai was so far back from his his white line that when they met at the touchy eye, they were actually behind Shodai's white line or Shikiri Sen. Shodai was calm, though. He absorbed that Onosho attack. They were coming in high, uh, but he let them come at him. He moved in, grabbed Onosho by the body, spun him around and drove him over the bales for what was in the end a straightforward Oshidashi push-out win. Yeah, I must have been much more nervous than this than you, I think. I, I felt like... We always have to go through some like big stress in short eyes matches that he gets into a tricky position and then he has to get out of it. I felt like short eye was in trouble here because Anosho had ca- come at him so so far, fast yeah. and taken him to that point on the doyo. Like I was worried at that point, um, and it was it didn't look too hard for short eye to turn around and sort of dispatch Onosho, but I would prefer if he didn't get to that point. Always. Well, I mean, we've seen short eye rely on, it's almost like he's more comfortable when he's yeah. on the back foot and someone's coming towards him, which, you know, you're going to pick up these wins against Onosho, but for your future, is that exactly. the right you can't rely on that. No. And you can't rely on it with someone, you know, who has your, who can read you like Mitakuyumi yesterday. Well, Mitakuyumi is actually a really, really great example. Um, but people like him, Takakesho, who are going to come at you hard and fast, this is not the right strategy. Don't have a bit of a plan. Although, like, I wouldn't trust any other rikishi on the back foot like I would trust yeah, Shodai. Yeah, We just always have to go through so much oh, stress. So much stress. Think of us. Ozeki Shodai, one and one. Onosho, zero and two. Don't Oze- say it. Zeki. <laughs> oh, no, Shell's fine. He'll get a win. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say about how he's, is he thinking about a 0-10 again? Oh, yeah, like yeah. Well, it has to be in the back of his head. I will talk about it now since he's said that. I'll move on. We'll see how he goes. Ozeki Takakesho up against Komasubi Daisho. Can I correct you there? He's not Komasubi Daisho. He's Sumo Mainichi. Sorry. Honorary. Sekiwake Day Show. We bad. forgot about that yesterday. We did. Our thoughts are with you. Honorary Sumo Manichi Sekiwake Day Show. I can't even say it right. How's he going to go today? He lost yesterday. Um, unfortunately for him, big shovey Takakesho is back and he got four or five good ones in a row here. Daisho, he wasn't moving back the way uh, Takakesho would have liked. He is still really solid and he's getting a few of his own shoves in, small ones. But then Takakesho uh, did his side shove, stepped to the left, shoved from the side. Daisho didn't move his feet forward and was caught in a tricky position and from there went down. I thought this was some pretty classic Takakesho. This was a puzzling one. You're exactly right. It was great actually watching it because you counted the thrusts as they yeah. land. One, two, three, four. But um, you're right. Ta- Daisho didn't get blown back. Mm. And it was at this point where I go, what's his plan here? Like he withstood those attacks but then didn't seem to have a follow-up. Uh, Takakesho looked very pleased with this win though. Yeah, well, the problem when you get blasted back even a little bit is that 
Takekesho then goes back and winds up for the next one yeah. and you're left leaning forward. Yeah. And Takekesho, when he's in form, which looks like he is a little bit more now than, than last time at least. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit. Uh, can find those openings to to push you to the side or to pull you down from there. So you have to have some plan in that time. Even if you're blasted back, you have to be able to wait back there or come back, collect yourself and or come a back bit or of move lateral around. Movement. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So honorary, Sumo Manichi honorary uh, Sekiwake Daisho would be disappointed with his effort today. Yeah, I think so. He's 0-2, Ozeki Takakesho, the Kadaban man. <laughs> Uh, well on his way to eight, he, the eight wins he needs to retain his rank. He's on 2-0. He's on the road to non-Kadabar. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we say? <laughs> All right. That brings us to the second last bout of the day. Komasubi Takiyasu up against Ozeki Asanayama. It was an even start here. Takiyasu found a way inside and on the belt of Asanayama. Asanyama responded with a belt grip of his own and Takiyasu here showed great belt awareness as he wiggled his hips to um, prevent Asanyama from getting that other hand on. Takiyasu, meanwhile, found his second hand on the belt and at this point I really, as Takiyasu had both hands on, I thought this isn't his style. This isn't what he wants to do. Yeah, you were worried at this point. You um, said, I don't know what? if he wants to be here. I didn't think he wanted to be here. Um Asanyama certainly didn't want to be in that position. He put up strong resistance, but Takiyasu actually found an opening when he dropped the belt grip, uh, grabbed Asanyama by the upper body and powered him out over the bales. So, yeah, interesting sumo from Takiyasu today, a big win, but it was good to see him just get rid of the belt and just go, I'm going to push you out. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that he did really well was keeping Asanyama's hands off his own belt. So he was doing that that hip twist business to keep him off and he did that successfully. I did think halfway through this when he had the belt grip, like you were saying, that Asanayama was would find an opportunity to dump him down. Yep. I thought Asanayama still had a really good hold. Yeah. I thought it's his position, he likes this, he yeah. likes going body to body. He's very big, he's very strong. He's going to get Takiyasu down. And so I was really impressed that he couldn't. He tried right near the edge, the final movement. He tried to throw Takiyasu down and Takiyasu stayed strong and I uh, thought it was really impressive strength from him to uh, nab his first win. So good. Komasubi Takiyasu 1-1, Ozeki Asanyama, same score. The final bout of the day, Yokozuna Hakuho against our favourite businessman, Magashiro won Takarafuji. He has beaten Hakuho twice, both in 2016. Uh, and in March of that year, he did it from Komasubi. And like with Daesho last night, it was Hakuho's only loss. And he went on in uh, in Haru 2016 to win his 36th Yusho. Really? 14-1? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Wow. And it was Takarafuji who got that one win against him. This time around... Takara Fuji got a big right-hand grip on Hakuho's belt. And after a little bit of wiggling from Hakuho and a few circles, they actually locked up. I don't know if you want to lock up against <laughs> Hakuho because you just feel like he's waiting. He he sees you as prey. He's waiting for you to go and he knows exactly what he's going to do. I think Hakuho gets beaten more when you just go out. Yeah, you catch him off it's guard. It's quick, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And indeed from here, Takara Fuji, Fuji initiated. He didn't wait too long either. He didn't let him formulate a, a massive plan. He went for it, but Hakuho was was ready and he just used his momentum to swing uh, Takara Fuji down Kodanagi. Yeah, I thought this was a lazy touchy eye from Hakuho. 
The fact that Takarafuji could get in so quickly and establish that grip. It was a very limp slap too. Did yeah, you <laughs> something was not right with that. Uh, it's, and that gave Takarafuji probably more of a chance than he yeah. would have if Hakuho had been on his game there. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it wasn't going to happen for Takarafuji today. You're right. No. When they were locked up, it was just like a cat playing with the prey. Yeah. He just knows how to use people's momentum. He just can feel what to do with that situation yeah. always, I, I think. You can see it in their training. I know that the training is very different from the bouts and that they're they're trying to practice particular moves and all of that, but you see him wait and then go with whatever somebody tries yeah. and use that momentum to do. It, exactly. I mean, Hakaho is amazing when you give him no time to think. When you give him time to think, he's <laughs> just unbeatable. <laughs> so Hakaho is 2-0, a great start for him. Takarafuji at Maegashira 1 is 0 and 2. We won't do a leaderboard yet because there are heaps of guys on yeah. 2 and 0. So let's jump straight to the lineup for day 3. We might just cover Sanyaku again. We'll go from the top. Hakuho takes on Onosho. Onosho has won 25% of his bouts against Hakuho. Yes, and in the, three in one. the training... <laughs> Uh-oh. In the training, though, he went um, 10, uh, 10 against Hakuho's 20. Yeah, which against uh, Hakuho in training is an amazing effort. Yeah. I mean, it was probably He's at the probably end of the day. Win. Yeah. Uh, Takakesho takes on Wakatakakage. Mm -hmm. He's having a nightmare run, that poor kid. Yep. Fresh off COVID and into the fire. That's the old saying. Shodai takes on Takarafuji. They've met 15 times, Takarafuji only beating Shodai three times. Oh, wow. So dominant there. Hokuto Fuji takes on Asuniyama. Terada Fuji takes on the boss, Daesho. Difficult first three days oh, for this kid. Isn't it? Yeah. And Mitakumi takes on Takanosho and Takiyasu will fight Shimanumi for the first time ever. Oh, I'll be looking forward to that. And the one you said before, Mitakumi. Takanosho. Takanosho. That's a high quality bout for day three. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Well, that uh, that is day three tomorrow. Thanks for being with us, Amy and Dave at Sumo Mainichi. Yuki is around. We've uh, she's been very vocal uh, the last few nights, so we have uh, escorted her down the other end of the house. But she'll be here to say hello. I thought it's weird we haven't heard from yeah. her. But you locked her out. Yeah, <laughs> she's so loud. Yeah, and she climbs the blinds. But we'll let her in again soon. I promise. Um, thank you. We will see you again for tomorrow for day three. Bye. Bye. Yeah.